0: Hello, James. Hello, Jake. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome what? To praise Dionysus. Praise Dionysus. Praise him. Oh, my gosh. oh my gosh. Hallelujah. 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 He's come Oh my again. God. Is hella- which one means he has risen? Hallelujah or Hosanna? I didn't know they meant anything I thought they were just words I think Hosanna It can't be Hosanna Because that's what they sing When he's coming into Like Nazareth On his donkey On Palm Sunday They sing that on um In Jesus Christ Superstar Yes yeah. I don't know if you know this But that musical is actually Based on the bible Well it is Did you know? No I did know that I, I did. Hey Zanna Hosanna Zanna, Zanna, Zanna so, Yeah Zanna, so, um, What? So how's your week been? My week? My week, my week. Five star rating Five Out star five, rating Here we go Hit me with it um, five stars, golly Well, what have I done this week? I worked a little bit Had a three day week again because of the public holiday Yeah Cute uh, Um, I, my sister is in town <laughs> Okay, let's laugh. I'm sorry, my brain is wrong <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we know, but why in this instance? <laughs> it, for some reason, tried to tell me that you said you had a three way week which is a week where you just get embroiled in threesomes non-stop. Yeah, it's been a yeah. big week. It should have just. I thought in monogan Dick slinging <laughs> all over the place. Just a dong. dong heavy week. Yep. Um, Nothing, wrong Nothing, wrong. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the dong. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with the dong. Yeah, <laughs> any which would other be alarms. a comforting thing to hear a doctor say. <laughs> Nothing wrong. You know what? We've done the <laughs> tests. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the dong. Oh, thank God, doctor. Yeah, still pretty vicious lung cancer, but <laughs> <laughs> Your dick. Good on you. Uh oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So my sister's in town from London. Yes. Uh. She has not been here for like over nearly two years now. Mm. Hmm. Because of COVID. Ah. Uh, yes. 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 Uh. So that's nice. We spent some time catching up with her. We yeah. went out dinner last night. Yeah. Where um, did you go? Night before. Night. No. Night before we went to Mateos. It's a fancy restaurant on Saint George's Road. Saint George's Road. Saint George's. Of Mateos. Those resta- Mateos it's one of those restaurants where and I said this. I said this earlier. And Jake laughed at me. But tell me if this is not... It's, okay. It's where the staff members... They're all at least, like, you know, 30 or 40. The staff of a restaurant. The staff of the restaurant. It's okay. Like, they're all older. They're all clearly there to work there. They're not there, like, in between... <laughs> oh, my God! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, just to clarify, you're saying that the waiters were there to work? I'm saying the waiters were there for... You know, like, they were there for that job. They weren't there to, like... On the interim to something else, you Right, know? right. So they were all career hospitality, which mm. is great. Yeah. Very old school, like uh, white aprons. All the all the staff were wearing ties. Mm. Um, we had um, prawn and lobster uh, and ravioli, <laughs> <laughs> and then we had duck confit. Oh my! And then I had creme brulee. Oh my god! It was a heavy. Did night. they? Assign these meals to you, or were oh, you like the <laughs> fanciest ones, please? I, think, you I was them. at a fancy restaurant, of course, I went with the fanciest options. Okay. Yes, um, I went with those. I didn't go with the beef that was like a really fancy Wait, not steak. to cut in with okay. your <laughs> like beef talk, because you know I love you to know talk about love beef. beef talk. Fuck, beef's good. Beef, chief, beef, chief. <laughs> beef, chief. I. Um, with your ravioli, mm-hmm. how was the ravioli presented? Okay, so it was the entree. So it was four pieces. I had ravioli. a feeling this would yeah, be the case. Yeah, 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 yep. Four pieces of ravioli, like I mean, you can't see, dear listeners, but about like that—that that sort of large each. Like there a is size a way of... to convert size I'm into words. To do that. I'm looking at my Stop hands. Stop using your hands. Saying, like, that's about the size of what a tennis ball, like that sort of circumference. <laughs> Sure. Yep. Yeah. I'm if you think yep. our listeners would know. Yeah. So yeah, if you imagine like a life-size drawing of a tennis ball, yep. the outline of that drawn tennis ball I think would be the size the of the average ravioli. listener can imagine. If you the tell shape me imagine a, a tennis ra- ball. if you tell me to imagine a ravioli the size of a tennis ball, I will imagine a ball-shaped ravioli. The, the <laughs> circumference of a tennis ball, but you like know, a no, like pasta apple. Okay. Yeah. But, mm, I- like oh like a like a really really thick ravioli like a dense round ravioli ball. Oh, I think that's just arancini Oh, maybe, but it, instead it's like like you know wrapped the, the, in the pasta dough. Like just super succulent, just like a, like a, like a, like dry, crumbly, <laughs> cheesy, pestoey. Is it succulent or like it's dry? Crummy? It's both. No, it can't be. It can be both. No, it can't be. It's a really dense little ball. You could have like two experiences in one. Okay, we're we're getting too caught up in this ravioli. In imagining pasta, <laughs> it was good. It was delicious. <laughs> But there were just four pieces of it. Four pieces. It was an entree. Which I think feels very un-Italian. No, but Jake, you're the sort of person that would... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> that sort of beginning of a sentence is never followed by something devastating. <laughs> um, you would eat... <laughs> <laughs> truly anything. You expect anything. food to be served in a trough. You expect that to be just... I thought you were going to future. sidestep a remark like no. that. No, I'm the no. sort of person to expect food to be served in a trough. Yes. <laughs> like... You, you know, know like know. a pig. Like you, you expect to have a large bowl of nourishing food, and that's that's fine, that's wise. But at a fancy restaurant, which I don't know if you've ever been to, the ravioli entree is so small, and then you have apparently the same size main course. Main course is quite small, but delicious. Duck confit duck confit. Jake's staring at me hurt, I think. I'm no, afraid. no, not hurt. Just, you know, freshly aware that you think <laughs> that I eat exclusively from buckets. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, you kind of do. I don't like a delicate meal. No, no, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I like something I can eat by the fistful. Exactly. And that, that's, I feel, a very primal and very natural way to eat. I'm talking about primal. I'm primal elevated, now. something, <laughs> something civilised. Yeah, <laughs> you know how evolution is leading us in a particular direction. That's you, Jake, what, you're, <laughs> stuck the, you're stuck in the stuck of the past, and that's okay. That's fine. Some people need to be in the past so we can see how far we've come. Indeed. I'm, so I'm a signpost. <laughs> you're not as thin as a signpost. <laughs> oh, you dumb <laughs> bitch! So that shaming aside, mm. I went to dinner, mm-hmm. uh, and then last night I spent. Uh, it was my. <laughs> hmm <laughs> It was Flynn's sister's birthday. So we went out wait, for wait, dinner. Wait, wait, wait. You will have to remind me. <laughs> Flynn is... Flynn is my boyfriend. Flynn is your... Friend. Friend? friend? Are you saying friend? I'm saying Flynn. Oh, Flynn. <laughs> Sorry, I'm unfamiliar <laughs> with the name. Do you got me again. <laughs> uh, Flynn. Flynn. your boyfriend who yes. I'm just learning of now. Yes. Uh, yes. No, it's a huge deal. Uh-huh. Uh, his sister had her birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went out for dinner to the Oriental Tea House. Delicious. Yes. Had some dumplings and... How old were the waiters? People. They were younger. Younger, okay. Not to say anything untowards. No, it was great. They were lovely. And it was great. Not food. to say anything untowards. Mm-hmm. They were 14 years old and the hottest waiters I've ever Maybe seen. Maybe I don't know what untowards means. <laughs> Maybe I used that word wrong. Okay, let's backtrack. Not one. to be viciously disgusting, but I... <laughs> but here I go. Oh, they were young waiters. <laughs> okay. So we mm-hmm. went there, had dinner. That was yum. And then we just went back to my place. And that was the end of my week. In that, I would give it like five out of five. 5 out of 5. Like, I'm not going to ever exaggerate, uh-huh. but it was a good week. Okay. 5 out of 5. It was just a solid week. Yeah, And I okay. enjoyed it. You know, does that sound like a good rating to you? That's sure. Good, yep, that sounds good. Sounds like a decent chunk of life, even. Uh, that sounds like... Life's happening. Life's happening. Grab it by the reins, baby, or and it'll that, kick you off and paralyze is you. Is life a horse? Life is a rodeo horse. And you're the, the rodeo bull. Horses aren't in rodeos. I mean, Bulls are, right? Yes. Yes. But, but I, I'm sure there are mountain. rodeos where, yes. you, where you ride horses around, right? No, that's, I think, you're thinking of that fancy horse show <laughs> where all those horses have flags. Yep. Uh-huh. What's it called? I... Cavalia. Cavalia. What? What's Cavalia? There's a show called Cavalia, and it's like, I want to say 50 horses, and they get up to horse mischief. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like Cirque du Soleil, but four horses. Okay. It's horse du Soleil. Four horses? I thought you said it was like 50 horses. You believing that homonyms are such fertile comedy ground What are you calling me? Is the reason oh, I will kill you oh, oh, oh. What? Homonym <laughs> uh, um, How was yeah. your week Jake? My week? Yes oh. <laughs> 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 That good? Uh, uh, look it had moments I went to this really lovely like birthday soiree for my friend Sam Oh. Um, he called it a soiree I would never attend anything <laughs> and call it of my own accord a soiree <laughs> What would you classify um, as a soiree? I think a bunch of people dressed fancy having lunch. It be <laughs> but a like a standing content. lunch. It'd have to be like the thing where you aren't sitting down, you're sort of like dicking around and like yeah. having sandwiches and talking shit about the poor sandwiches. people sandwiches. You know. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and I think okay. you're right, a quartet would enhance it. I think you have to be dressed fancy. Yep. Um, okay. So yeah. was it that? Uh, no, we were not dressed conspicuously so fancy. So It was not a soirbreak. No, it was no, but it was like a lovely like backyard situation. Um but yeah, it was nice. It was uh, had lovely conversations with people. Do I know this, Sam? Sam Diamond. Oh, lovely! Yep, yep. Carol. Yeah, yeah. He's wonderful. Um, he got a drill for his birthday because and that's a rite of passage, as he said. What? It's getting a drill. It's like a, like a real step of adulthood because it was his thirtieth birthday, and now he owns a drill. And it was really lovely seeing how happy he was. Oh, <laughs> is that like a thing in his family, or is that a thing in like? It's. I agree with him. I think it's 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 just a part of being a grown up. Like when I got my drill, I was like, "Yeah, the fuck, you got your drill? what the fuck do you mean you got my drill? That is that a thing?" Have you not been given thine drill? Well, I'm young, Jake. So, oh yeah, compared to whom? The waiters at your fancy restaurant. Compared to 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 the waiters at Mateo's, you're young. Yeah, and also you. You could have worked at Mateo's. We are not that different in age, James. People get confused by that because of the intellectual gulf between the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm too young and hot to be smart. The fact that Okay. That... <laughs> Stop. How was your week, Jake? Keep going. My week? Oh, garbage. Beyond that, ah, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Shit from floor to ceiling. But that was... <laughs> I thought we were going to try and pretend it was alright. Oh! No, there were... Mo- of course there were moments. Oh, no, there were lovely bits. Um... Yeah, my, my friend Hailey, Blonde Hailey, Blonde Hailey, she gave me this wonderful gift. Um, oh. It was like this long-awaited birthday gift that she had intended to give me. She, like, she, like, I don't even know, is it embroidering? She, like, beaded this portrait of Ringo Starr oh for me. Oh my god. And... I was so moved because it was just, I don't know, it just represents a bunch of stuff. I don't give a fuck about the Beatles. Ringo Star, no. But Ringo Starr matters to me for what? reasons that Wait, I'm confused why? by. why? Well, because Ringo Starr, I think, is the most handsome Beatle and no one agrees with me. The Beatles all look like they're inbred. <laughs> like, like they're incest siblings. Yeah, Is it just because of the haircuts? It's the haircuts and the weird British slack-jawed faces. Like there's a lot of like a Ringo, like it's very, it's very like oh, you should be on the hills. Do you have a problem with the accent? Are you saying the accent? No, the accent's a bit annoying. Yeah, but no, I think they, I just people that, I get it when people were fangirling over the Beatles because that was the only access to different men the world had. I'm sorry. (laughs) What's this hot take? I just don't like the Beatles. No, the other part where you said they were the only access we had to oh, other like men. they were the first sort of boy band. I mean, like they were the first sort of like big fantasy group of men that would fly in from a different country and land. And everybody, oh my god! Like they were, you know, sure. One Direction before One Direction. Okay, that's, that's okay. That's an interesting take. Great. Well, they were on. sure. Sure, I nothing don't know enough about the Beatles or about the '60s to say much about this. Oh, movie. sure. Well, like, they were like the first mega craze of like sexy men coming in and young girls being able to go and see them and be like excited about it. Sure. So I think that's part of the reason they were so sexualized. I'd say one of my favorite things about what the Beatles gave us <clears throat> is obviously not the music because I do not care for it. <laughs> yes, it um, obviously, to whatever extent they gave us the the like the the blueprint to make One Direction happen, forever grateful for that. Well, that's the life changing. Yeah. I'd say, but beyond that, a, a relic of literature of the time, there's this thing, there's like this page of a magazine that has for some reason stood the test of time as far as being an artifact that we have. Where it's like... We? Do you mean the you? We or? as a society oh. that has invented the printing press and then progressed beyond but it. But who's kept this magazine paper? The internet, I suppose. Okay, sure. So, sure, so sure. it's like this magazine page where it's like, kiss your favourite beetle. And it's got pictures of the four beetles' mouths on oh. this page of a magazine. Oh. And it's like... So it's designed for you to pick your favorite beetle and then make out with the picture of their mouth. <laughs> oh. No. Oh no. That's horrifying to me. It's horrifying, but then there was also that like sad part of me that's like you would do that. Would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> As you a younger would person. Do that. Yeah, because there was a brief and I will not go into the details of it, but when there was a period when I was like 17 and there was a photo of a person that I kissed more than one time. Not thoroughly. What? But really? just like just like a uh, How old? <laughs> 17. Uh, Seventeen, sixteen. Really, Really? Yes. That's I And it wasn't my boyfriend at the time, like my, whatever that was at the time, because that's too so obvious you, you a story. You were kissing someone on the side. <laughs> I was cheating. Oh, I <laughs> so I don't know why I'm telling this story. I've never told this story in that's my such life. But that's—I've never heard someone genuinely do that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kissing photos has always seemed like a thing that you use to convey melancholy in a movie or yes. something. But no, no, especially before the internet. Yeah, but no, girls with Beatles mania and Jake <laughs> <laughs> have kissed a photo in their time. This is what I mean. I think you would have fit right in with the girls with Beatles mania. Thank you. Wait. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Which Which One Directioner would you want to smooch the fake lips of on a piece of paper? Um, oh, I d- oh it, it just the like, disembodied lips. Niall. You would kiss Niall. Yeah, he's blonde and pretty, isn't he? Is, is, is that he the, the Irish criteria one? for... He's the Irish one. Yeah, cute. Yeah, Louis was always my favourite. Oh, that's right. You've got a mug that says, this is my Louis Tomlinson mug. That's my Louis Tomlinson mug. <laughs> I figured it was your Louis Tomlinson mug. Yeah. Um, you also have One Direction bedwear, which I think is actually on your bed right now. I... I have. Is it? Is that? I have a One Direction like a, like Duna cover yeah. that I'm only using because my regular one is being laundered. Yeah, but who bought the One Direction bed? cover? I purchased it for myself yeah, because okay. it was at an op shop and I thought <laughs> fuck yeah. This is funny. It also came with pillows. You have so many One Direction And I threw course. the pillow the, the pillowcases away. Not immediately though. Not immediately. No, no. kept them for a while. This is when I lived with Jake, so I I, I know this for a fact, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting that out there, uh-huh. They're outing you. Mm-hmm. So uh, as, a, as a One Direction fan? What's the name? I am a One Direction fan. I absolutely am. Okay. Don't no. gasp. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I've tried to fill that One Direction hole since they broke up with other boy bands. and th- Just get a dildo. Just get... Fill that hole, baby. Uh-huh. And that's when I do really I got into... Done- get, like, butt stuff? <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon there are dildos out there that are, like, sold as, like, One Direction's penises? Um, no. I don't think you could do that because people would know it wasn't true. Ah, uh, true. Okay. Yeah, because there's obviously that market for like porn, porn star stars. penises. Yep, yep, yep. Um, golly, that would be a new market for them to tap into. If you had, if you had to choose which of the One Direction guys would be the first to resort to that type of money making scheme, who would it be? The if answer th- is obviously Liam. If I had to choose, what do you mean? By if you the- had to be like, I if someone was not- like, I guarantee you, in the future, one of the One Direction boys will sell their penis as a dildo in order to make money. Zane. Which of them? you would be Zane. zane? I imagine because he's be the zane. most overtly sexual one. Yes, absolutely. I think he would have the least problem doing it. Okay. And I think people would be like, yeah, that's that seems to make sense for Zayn. What's Zane doing now? Um he did that Taylor Swift duet. He recently had an album come out that no one paid attention to. Yeah. It was quite bad. Okay. Um and then but I definitely think it would be Liam. Why? Because he Bearing in mind I know very little about One Direction. Out of the Gate, he was like his first debut single was like a piece of shit and it was just like, everybody notice I'm sexy. I'm not in one direction anymore. I'm hot. It was like, it was all just about like, cause he'd never been the hot one. And then yeah. suddenly he was trying to like tell us all that he was really sexy. Is he the one with like the swoopy hair? Was he the one with the swoopy hair? I'm trying to make- I don't think he ever had swoopy hair. Liam. He was the, the one with the most paternal energy. I don't know who this man is. Yeah, he's, he's the, I'd say the more forgive, like, forgettable right, of all of them. People often say that of Louis because he's clearly the least talented. But, yeah. but you still loves him, you loves him, you loves I him. I loves him because of the whole Larry Stylonson saga, which I can't get into without getting like, oh. emotional. I'll get too emotional if I talk we about it. We can't him. talk about it. No, because Maybe they're meant we can be in stop love. talking about One Direction. I give my week. <laughs> <laughs> One Direction. Ugh. Oh. I'll give it, what? Seven stars. That's still pretty good, Jake. No. Okay. <laughs> not in this universe so filled with stars. Oh. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. That's sad. Jake! <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see you there. Oh yeah, I'm just come, here. Come in, sit Hi. down, sit down. <laughs> sorry, I was wearing this ghost costume. No, it's thrown pretty in. spooky. Yeah, I thought you were just a <laughs> clan member. Um. <laughs> no, I'm throwing together an independent production of Rob Mills's performance in Ghost. Oh, Ghost. I Ooh. didn't see Ghost. Well, sorry. Now I'm trying to understand what I just pitched to you. Pitched? <laughs> <laughs> so not Ghost. That's an amateur production of Rob Mills's Rob performance. Mills performance in Ghost. Because Rob Mills was the ghost, The titular right? ghost. <laughs> um, okay. like, what's the, Okay, sure. So that show would just be you in a sheet. Me under a sheet. Running around going, I'm Rob Mills <laughs> in the show Ghost. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what the show's content is. Rob Mills, be. if you're listening to this, Reach contact out. us. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, we've got ideas. We can make this work. Um, anyways, will be. Anyway, Jake, what have you? Do- what did you do this week? Did you see? A sh- did you see a show? Did you what? Sh- yes. Oh, yeah. what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we agreed. <laughs> Back off, we can't <laughs> <laughs> We agreed that we would do this. <laughs> <laughs> we agreed. I'm not this. talking about that with you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's Trying very to personal to me. Trying to make a good podcast. Carry on. Yeah. No, I saw a play. Oh my god. <laughs> what did you see? Yeah, I went to the Butterfly Club. You're familiar. Oh, I love. Yeah, the Butterfly Club. Um, I saw Bite Ensembles production of Drama School. Is that Bite is in Hang Hang? Bite, it sounds like that. Again, you went homonyms. You uh, No, I just <laughs> I just don't know if it's Byte Hang Hang or bite. Beep, boop, boop. Byte pop Bite What's the second one? Computer noises. Oh, well it's spelt like computer noises. There we go. B-Y-T-E. Um, capitalized, don't know if that has any significance. Bite Ensemble. Um, it's a show called Drama School. It's a play by Joachim Machos, Megan Mitchell, and Ryan Wilson. Um, and the music is by Robert Downey and Tom Pitts um, Because it's like sort of a musical oh. um, The full disclosure portion of this So uh, Carlo Hengstler is a friend of mine Carlo is in the show So it was Casey Bowen Casey Bowen who I did my undergrad with Where are at we at what? We're, <laughs> <laughs> We're at asked, no, Monash, oh, Monash. oh yeah I did my undergraduate degree My Bachelor of Performing Arts The discontinued it doesn't course not exist that is, isn't anymore yes, No yeah. longer exists Because they peaked <laughs> They're like We can't get better kids I than this I went to one I went to one lecture With that course Yeah Yeah and Then I dropped out Okay, <laughs> and then they just continue the course. I don't like a challenge. I don't like a challenge. <laughs> And if that's a weakness, enough. Mine- <laughs> I don't need to improve. Um, sorry, carry on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I did my bachelor of performing arts alongside Casey Bowen, who was in drama school. Great. Great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's kind of like. A big old like a, it's a hefty ensemble of like I think approximately like between ten and fifteen people. Oh my god, the Modify club. Yeah, for that nice. that upstairs like, space that they have, that's it fills it up. Like when they came out for bows, I was like, wow, this is really <laughs> wall to wall jam packed <Just> people <laughs> on people. Great because it's a tiny space; you can barely fit three on that stage like comfortably. Uh, sure, yeah, if you want everyone to be able to have like the room to do spread big, around. spinny Julie Andrew's arms, Always. yes you don't want more than three people on that stage. What's wrong? Let <laughs> me don't say that. What? you don't want more than three people on that stage. If you want to do Julie's Julie Andrew's arms, okay. you don't want more than three people. You'll slap we'll, each we'll, other we'll, in the we'll, face. We'll cut this Why <laughs> <laughs> <It> Sounds offensive. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a play that's seemingly so the plot was a bit soupy for me, just in the way of like <laughs> there was a lot of stuff going on, um, so I'm going to try to explain what kind of went on. Because it seemed like it was also a text that was... Or at least the performance of the text was kind of full of improv-y moments. And so of was like some freestyling of some scenes. Like, like like improv on the spot or improv in rehearsal? Oh, improv? Then... Oh, I have no idea. Right, I'm just okay. guessing. But yeah, it seemed to have like the tone and verbal structure of something that permitted the actors to have space to kind of say whatever they felt like saying while still conveying the plot. Uh-huh. Um. So... It's about a woman named Bonnie, who's the head of acting at a drama school. And it's kind of about her running the school, them also dealing with the aftermath of a graduate from the school having some real mental trauma from a performance that they recently did under the tutelage of Bonnie. And so we've also got, like, the head of voice, who's kind of, like, trying to be an advocate for the students. Then we also have, like... My pal Casey playing kind of like the the hardened red blazer wearing villain who's more concerned about her own, her own personal agenda and her own art. Um, and then there's like a like a physical theatre teacher. So there's like there's this there's the faculty mm-hmm. um, who are trying to run this um, this school with questionable ethics. And then there's kind of like a group of students, one of whom is like Mia Cat, is this girl from the country who's I'm sorry, who, Mia Cat. <clears throat> Yeah, her name's Mia Cat, and that being a funny name is a, like a writing joke throughout the thing. Okay. Um, she's from the country, and yeah, she has friends. It sort of like starts kind of with almost an audition montage, but not quite. And then a bunch of people get brought into the school, and then, yeah, we meet a few of the students, and we we work out, sometimes through song, <laughs> what the, the, wh- where their interest in acting has come from. And that's kind of the idea. Like, as far as, again, soupy in the way that, like, the narrative arcs, there's a few of them and they're kind of, like, unconventional in the way that they play out. Like, it seems like, as I'm sure is a deliberate choice that the three writers made, it's not kind of, like, a a standard experience of a story in the way of there being, like, we get introduced to these people, there's an instigating event of some sort, there's some sort of climax, and then there's the resolution. Like, it's, it's like a lot of narrative threads, some of which remain kind of, like, void of closure by the end, but it's kind of, like, reflecting on that now, it's almost maybe, like... Treating the school, which ends up getting, if I understand the ending correctly, the school ends up getting closed down by the end, and everyone's like a bunch of the students are left without having completed their degrees. And maybe that in itself is, is spoiler alert. It's, yep, I'm sorry, to... <laughs> Are We're gonna have to put in a thunderstorm effect, and you're gonna have to say that you've censored this part of the show later. No <laughs> No we're not Because I Because I edit it. I'm only bringing it up Because it, it seems I don't, To talk about the The nature of the narrative To not bring up the ending Would leave uh, With this conversation uh, I don't know Un Unshaped You keep saying the, Is it a musical Or is it not Because you're saying There are songs in it Um There are songs in it that seem to come out of, to me, they came out of nowhere, but that's that's me just not being ready. I think even though I knew, oh, because Tom Pitts, he's a little piece of trivia, he musically directed the production of Spring Awakening that I was in. Oh, I saw that! Of course, you I did. saw that production. Yes, yeah, I remember because I, I now it probably changed I, your world. I remember seeing you in it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Good Playing on you. Playing everyone's favorite character, Bobby Mailer. Yes, the gay one. The, the, no, wasn't Bobby Mailer the gay one? No, Hanschen and Ernst are the gay What's ones. Bobby Bobby Mailer? Was oh, he like the cool one? Bobby Mailer is literally only mentioned in a song. <laughs> Bobby Mailer, he's the best. He's the best. So at what sex? Ah yes, (laughs) that's what I brought. (laughs) to the role? (laughs) Really, I didn't see it. What what was the? What was he meant to be the best at? Just like Um, life. I he's cool. No, because I looked nasty in those khakis. Bobby Mailer, he's the the best. best. Looks so nasty. Yeah, but like so. My whole life's like some test. A line that I really relate to lately. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Um. Spring Awakening. Let's spring, not branch into that one. No, you don't want really to talk about my. <laughs> I do. I really do want to talk about it because I cry during that production. This is like when I went, it's like peak theater geek school boy, mm. and I went with a bunch of other theater geeks. We we sobbed. Yeah, uh, that really makes sense. Emotional, emotional show. Yeah, that show really changed my life. Did it really? It did a little bit. Oh nice. Yeah, talk about it some other time. <laughs> hey, look hey, keep treat him, treat him, keen me, them him leaping, beeping. Yes, treat them So, yeah, Tom Pitts, yeah (laughs) Was involved with the the music in this show Yeah, the songs themselves Yeah, came out of, in my mind I kept forgetting it was a musical Because I guess I'm a combination of stupid And also, (laughs) I, I guess I just forgot That a song had happened And for some reason my brain was like, oh, that was the song and now it's done. And now we're watching a play again. My brain refused to switch into I'm watching a musical mode. Yeah, it's not very often you just do one song and then don't do another one. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but yeah, the songs seem to come out of a little bit nowhere. But that's fine. That's a valid stylistic choice. But yeah, it would kind of just be a moment of like, oh, this character is left alone now. And then sometimes they would like, which is a pretty old school musical theater thing. If they sort of like start off monologuing and then that trickles into an underscore and then they they start singing i will say the woman i've been trying to find a cast list i can't find one so if someone someone could send me a pdf that'd be really handy Um, but yeah the woman that plays the the head of acting was such a talented lady she was doing a really i don't know if this was in any way an explicit decision they made but she was doing a red hot impression of the woman that runs the student theater at monash at the moment she was doing a really good avon versic Impersonation Sounds like it may have been An intentional may choice be, From like makeup To costume To some elements Of her demeanour It was just It was really well nailed I mm. thought Um Yeah cause that Yeah cause Yeah Avon is like a Yeah a fun character And a fun lady Yeah that happened And then Beyond that, I will say I want to point out uh, Casey Bowen, again biased because she's my friend. She was a really fun, dynamic kind of element of things the way that she would sort of like sweep in and just kind of like be very like prickly and cruel. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm just always happy when that's like Karen Walker style human yeah, flomps into a room. I will say, speaking of, like, the improv nature of some of the script, I will say that those moments, again, don't know if they were officially speaking improv, but I'd say my two probably <laughs> favourite jokes that happened <laughs> were <Okay>. early on. <laughs> okay. Um, Hugh Jennings, who I want to point out as being probably my favourite uh, performer in the piece. Uh... Came in and he wanted to talk to one of the other actors I forget which character he wanted to talk to And the character was like No I'm busy And then he went No you're not That <laughs> <laughs> is just thought it was the funniest thing I've ever heard <laughs> He's just got quite a delivery And a nice beard And very like a really lovely speaking voice Beard helps I wasn't sure what his job was in the school I think he was some sort of like Hybrid like assistant janitor character oh. um, I'm unclear on that But either way I was really grateful Anytime he was on stage And then on top of that There was a sequence where they were auditioning at the start To try to get into this school And a woman intro- like uh, One of the candidates introduced herself as being Bridget And then Casey's character said I've never heard of an actor named Bridget before <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good Which I thought was good That's feedback quite good, yeah. Drama school super occurred at the Butterfly Club um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts about drama school as like a backdrop for a for a story? Uh, every time I think about drama school, I get sad. Why? Oh, I just always have a lot of like, you know, like I didn't. I didn't go to drama school, and I mm. always wanted to go to drama school. But every time audition times came around, I chickened out and never did it. Yeah. Um. So every that that would immediately send me into a flight or flight or fight mode. I think. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I would end up punching someone in the audience. If you were at a show like if I was this. at a show like that, yeah, I just any time people talk about how fun theater school is or anything like that, I get filled with a jealous burning rage that I can't describe. Because what do you think drama school would be like? It sounds fun, and also I know I would know things, and I would learn things, and I would be in more shows. But that's a that's a me thing. But um, as as far as like setting a show in a theater school, I guess like it's a it's a. I guess it's rife for a lot of meta jokes isn't it and there's also I think a part of me that would not want to go and see that show having not gone to theater school because I can imagine the amount of people in the audience going because they went to theater school and being like oh I remember that when okay. I was in theater school like that sort of thing yeah. so I immediately get grinded the wrong way yeah 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 um, but, but did you, did you, before you saw the show were you did you have any ideas about like theater school shows or anything like I went in with the concern of, like, I hope this isn't just, like, a series of, like, in-jokes for a particular pocket of people. Uh, exactly. Dealing yep. with a specific experience of drama school. Yes. But they managed, to, they managed to keep it pretty broad. And there wasn't a lot of, like, audience snickering that was in relation to yeah. very specific tales. Being... If I had one person snicker. <laughs> there were snickers. Oh. But they're... No, no. Do not get distracted by thinking about chocolate. I swear to God, <laughs> if your mind is now just a I wash I Snickers. With I've never Fantasies, had a Snickers bar. You've never had a Snickers? No, that's a lie. I've had one, but enough to hate it. I don't like Snickers. A Snickers is the one with nuts. Snickers have nuts. Maybe they I really do- satisfy. Maybe I do like Snickers actually. Which ones are Snickers? I like a picnic. So, what do you not like about Snickers? They bring a lot of similar things to the table. I think just I'm, think I'm just so wafer? switched on to hatred mode that I just said I hated them. Oh, okay. Yep. Ask me about anything. <laughs> um. Hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will say there was something strange about. Uh, not strange. What am I saying? There was yep. something in. I suppose I wanted just to zero in on like one thing with drama school, the play. Yep. There were obviously like a lot of like like personal perspectives about what drama school can be and should be, and about like duty of care and all those things. And I think that's a really interesting conversation mm-hmm. that we, I believe, we are kind of as an industry having. and that's exciting and it's cool that they're trying to contribute to that as well I'd say this is a taste thing and I guess only a very specific piece of not criticism but like a thing that hit me as a person that's obviously been to drama school and is interested in art about that experience because it is very strange no, I was gonna say one thing. I'll say a different thing. Oh, what, were you, gonna, no, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say I hate all everyone. Of, all of the theater references were to plays that everyone knows, and I think it would have been cool to mm. highlight it because it was every like pretty much all the texts that got referenced were like Shakespeare or Beckett or Ibsen or like Chekhov. Like it was kind of like all the heavy hitters. And yeah. It would have been nice to see. Yeah, but I guess like, the they're trying to make it exactly. I guess they're trying not to make it. Yeah Super Yeah if you just want to Yeah use a bunch of Yeah familiar terms That makes sense So right. maybe that's a useless Thing to say no, But I'd say It definitely did the thing Of like And I think you can Very comfortably sit On either side of this fence But there were A number of times Where they were doing They were doing drama Exercises in the show It happened a number of times mm-hmm. And I've There's certainly like Two vocal schools Of thought about that And one of them Being very much like You don't do those On stage Because they're not Interesting to anybody Because they're sure. Inherently void Of any sort of dramatic tension or oh. like it's it's kind of sitting in a, in a play like this it's like a uss trying to showcase that drama exercises are strange to people that have never done a drama exercise before mm. um that's weird okay. that's weird yeah no I haven't I seen a uh, yeah haven't seen a a drama workout done on stage What? <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, no But then it did get me doing, like, the mental work Of trying to imagine how you could imbue A drama exercise with enough dramatic tension <laughs> And then I realised Oh, I've staged a scene just like that before So it was like <laughs> Oh, I'm using this play You're to... a fool I'm not a fool, I'm just a, it's a You know, that, that sad moment of, like you, you set yourself a challenge intellectually And then you're like Oh, I've already done this before <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that classic problem of when you're you're trying to challenge yourself But you've already conquered the challenge <laughs> Yeah I come across that all the time It just comes back to my noggin being a coconut But that's that's that on that But yeah it was cool to see such a large ensemble And yeah drama school is a fun place to set something Drama school Drama school Drama school drama, school. drama apostrophe s space cool Drama's cool No it's not no one has ever said drama's cool Drama's cool <laughs> Oh you're signing <laughs> up. Have sunny. a great, He's have signing a great Christmas everyone This is not <laughs> a, this is <laughs> Hey, James! <laughs> Sorry. i let you sit in that one for a little bit. Do you want to try again? No. Okay, that's fine. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi, what time is it there? One o'clock? Two o'clock? Hey, if your name's Jonathan, this one's for you. What if we end up <laughs> as people who <laughs> do want some sort of smart home that talks to us like a husband? You mean her? Like her but it's a whole her. house. <laughs> I think that is very much on the cards, and I can see you getting that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no! No, no! No, no! I'm sorry, I'm sorry you're going to attempt a backpedal. You just told me that you can see me purchasing a house to date. <laughs> Said with love, (laughs) that you will never feel for real. (laughs) No, 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 I just mean it's a very enticing idea and I would do it as well. I can see you lying to me. It would be nice to be able to walk in and be like, home, I'm honey. Cause you're talking to the home. That was the name of an MTC show. Was it? It was. What was the show about? I didn't see it, but what's her face was in it. That girl that I really love. She was in that terrible Joanna Murray Smith play and she's wonderful. Nikki, Nikki Shields Nikki no, Shields I is it I also, is. Again I didn't see this play either okay. <laughs> So let's not talk. about Alright But I'd rather talk about Nikki Shields Than talk about the fact That you think that my life <laughs> We're moving on, we're moving on. So, uh, Harry Potter, Jake, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Harry Potter? What are your thoughts on it? Just because you apparently have a boyfriend whose name I've never heard, who might be in a musical that's coming up. Footloose, this this week, actually. Oh, God. This week coming. Great. Opens on Wednesday. So, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. What are your thoughts, Jake? They're re- (coughs) What are your thoughts on it? Um, the- oh, (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get to, into we'll it. Get <laughs> to but they're about to unveil. They're about to like stage the reimagined version of it. Very excited. So, uh, of course, famously, it's a two-parter. Like mm-hmm. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, There's viciously one, a two-parter. A part one and a part two, intended to be viewed either con- like on the same day in a row as mm. like a big marathon event, or yep. two days, like one day after another. Yep. They are the two intended ways in which to fill your brain with this muck. So the 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 one-parter version of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is about to hit the stage at the Princess Theatre in Very Melbourne exciting. this May. Very exciting times. Um, and which will mean the death of so much... Well, like, essentially, like, I don't know, I guess approximately 50% of the play that James and I saw and yeah. that thousands of other people saw when it was on stage in Melbourne throughout the last... It's been couple years so many people so many didn't people. didn't we just read that there was like it was like 300,000 or something of the people that had seen the Melbourne production of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child it was their first trip to the theater wow which is great that they are introduced to the theater but i do have the concern the- that they will then think the theater should be like that every time they go which is not which is not a good uh, not a good thing yeah well, a lot of centaurs something- it's like it's like I've got this good pal of mine and she's only seen Hamilton and Frozen and she said oh. no, she, she said with her mouth, she's like, Check, I wanna be a theatre person, but I feel like I'm not equipped to be one yet because I've only seen these two things and I can't compare everything to them. Okay. Um Well that's good about to admit to that. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> that not is that true. she should be ashamed of herself. She's no, perfect. No, she should be. But um Yeah, with it with it with the reimagined version of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the one part spectacular opening mm. scene, we thought it could be worth getting into the, the Harry Potter spirit, yeah, the, the, the Harry Potter spirit, and and yeah, and just like yeah, sinking our teeth into the original version, yeah, uh, which and we I both thought... saw. I think at this point we saw it two years ago. It would have been. It was the first preview. It was the first preview. The first when they preview of first the first Melbourne, yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Melbourne yeah. production. And they just phenomenon. finished renovating the theater. Um. Um. Mm. So yeah. So it's a cultural event. <laughs> it's a true artistic phenomenon. <laughs> yep. Um. And so we thought we'd just like walk ourselves and you through the plot walk with us down memory lane and as two people that have seen the play and so yeah we thought but, but yeah and so we'll go through kind of like yep. the plot and yep. then also talk about the stuff that revisiting this masterpiece and wondering what they're going to be doing different this time around i suppose so, so yeah excited. so i guess so let's excited. get started so the way we're thinking of doing this is i'm just going to sort of like read the wikipedia plot mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um because it's a little convoluted. Um, a little. A little, and and we're just going to sort of, like, discuss. In order... <laughs> what? I just... My thought of the opening line to be, in order for this play to work, you need to remember everyone's a moron. Like, <laughs> all the characters... Wait, what do you mean? Everyone- all the characters are idiots. All Everyone- the characters are so oh. dumb. Yeah, if you're looking for... You, like a stand in you To experience like, You know how sometimes You need like a surrogate Yourself in a play To maybe connect to it There's no one in this play That I'm like I'm just like that guy <laughs> I would not make Any of the decisions they make No Carry on um, Act 1 So in the opening scene so during the epilogue Of Deathly Hallows In the year 2017 Harry and Ginny Potter Send their younger son Albus Severus Fantastic name, name. <laughs> On the Hogwarts Express Which is the big gay train That takes them to wizard famously, wizard school Take Jake hates saying the word Hogwarts. I say I hate saying Hogwarts. I hate saying anything, Telly. really anything that exists. Yeah, I hate saying Telly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and kind of anything that is you know in the wizarding world. And buckle up, buckle um, So he's off to start his first year at Hogwarts. Um, Harry works a desk job as the head of magical law enforcement. Now, here's my first thing when we when I when I, when I when I when I heard this. Yeah, about Harry working at the Harry Potter. Killed Voldemort He is arguably like the, the the biggest hero that's existed in the wizarding world Sure And he works at a desk job Well it's a metaphor a desk life desk job well, No Some of us are, are amazing people but we'll end up behind a desk Wouldn't I'll they? end up dating my house <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine and Many of us That's okay Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix did that yeah. I'm really sorry but behind you on your bed there is a part of the Duna that looks just so much like someone's lying down on your bed and they get scared every time Sure. Is because of the One Direction Duna cover. No, it's like the it's like the pattern Duna on top. Oh, okay. That's all. Sure. There was this one thing that happened. This is not about Harry Potter. That, no. that just reminded me of. <laughs> While I was living in Sydney for like when I was at NIDA, to keep talking about drama school. Go on. I was at NIDA and I lived with a really good friend of mine, and uh, um, I had like a like a like a like a sex pal over (laughs) a cum chum if you will (laughs) wow and that was was someone that I was like sort of like casually sleeping with a a bunk buddy sort of like inexplicably because of you know the way that I've spoken at length to you about my connection with sex and shame so I was like (laughs) in my room that was like right next to where the front door was in his house okay yep, yep yep and like he and I were in bed together and then my friend came home Nicholas came home and he sort of like knocked on my bedroom door to talk to me Because we'd come home from school and talk to each other Because he went oh, to NIDA so with me that was me a set up established thing that yeah. you did okay. so he went to NIDA with me So whenever we came home, whoever was home We talked to each other about our days at school mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so he knocked on my door And then just by some sort of strange reflex The guy that I was with hid under the blanket <laughs> And I was like, good, <laughs> get under there <laughs> To hide. And so, and then Nicholas came to the room, we started having like a couple of sentences of conversation, and then he was like, Something's strange. I was like, What do you what? mean? And then it was this pathetic moment of like revealing that there was a man in my bed with me. Oh, and then all of us being like, What the fuck was that? What the fuck? Thing. What? What the <laughs> fuck? Okay, I had a person over. <clears throat> mm. This is what I. Do. I'm sorry, it is just completely no like, go. Steamroll over your thing. That's yeah. much worse. Cause <laughs> I just mean like You'll hear You'll hear yeah. So I had a person over That I shouldn't uh, Arguably should not have been. An ex-boyfriend of mine mm. Came over yeah. um, And we were Bonking in the bed Yeah. Uh, and then my housemate Gets home My housemate knew This ex-boyfriend And I was like oh, I don't want him to know That I'm sleeping With this person again Yeah. So I <laughs> Was like Quick you need to get up And hide <laughs> You need to get up And hide Hide <laughs> <Yeah, I'm not. laughs> yeah. behind the door <laughs> That's so why I went out I decided to like Go out into the living room And be like Oh hey Hi And had like A conversation with my housemate yeah, and then I can't remember what happened, but at some point, it's just sort of my housemate was like, "There's someone else here." I was like, "No, no." How did they get a sense of that? I don't know. I think I think my the my ex boyfriend was not keen to hide. In- Die behind a door Right Self respect Which is surprising uh, And then yeah He like He like Made himself known And so that was just Sort of like But yeah but the, I've had a very Very similar experience mm-hmm. Of like Just the snap decision of No We need to hide this person Yeah But it's weird that you like guess get under the covers Get under the covers this <laughs> person eat- <laughs> Harry Potter Anyway <laughs> the Harry Potter Yeah so yeah <laughs> Harry has a boring job At a desk And then Hermione t- Wait so Gin- oh, Ginny's a like a sports writer Because because you know she, she did famously In the books like Quidditch Is that true? That is true Okay and then Yeah and Hermione and Ron Are also there being dull Sending their daughter do- Hermione's the-, the minister For magic day She's she the is, president Yeah she's the president Of magic And then they send Their daughter Rose On the train as well Great um, on the train Off you go Yeah and Ron I don't care what Ron's doing On his first <laughs> trip <laughs> Um, I'm <laughs> gonna- <laughs> Ron's great Ron's, Ron's the only character in this show that I feel some relationship Ron with. Ron should have died during Wizard Chess He should have oh no, died in the final battle That would have been much worse No, Wizard Chess, <laughs> fucking kill one, kill him And then bring him back as like a, like a sassy ghost or something should've, Oh, oh a sassy ghost Ron would be good actually Yeah, No. Nah. They should have done that Um, I was going to mm. say, um, the train in the actual play what are your thoughts of the trade of the actual play? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit. I preferred the bus on Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> Same. That was a bus. This was just people's... De- okay, carry on. Sorry. Go on. What? I want to I hear more about this train before I talk about it. Oh. Um, on the train, uh, what? Albus meets Scorpius. Hot name, Scorpius mm. Malfoy. So it's Draco Malfoy's son. So these two... Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. dun because you yeah. know how Harry hated that albino that he went to school Apparently, with? Apparently, yeah. Yep. So now... From Telton. They have both crapped out children, and those two children are meeting on a train. <laughs> it's like, they'll never get along. But then, shocking twist, mm. they actually do. Yes. Well, it is crazy, because I can never see myself getting along with any of my father's enemies' children's. Father's enemies' children's. Yes. But, yep. Because I know all my father's enemies intimately. Mm-hmm. Yes, he made a concerted effort to <laughs> bring them up in conversation. Yeah. So, if you ever come across one of these, <laughs> you'll you be sure to be them. cold. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, um, yeah. So the son of Scorpius is the son of Harry's former nemesis Draco and his wife Astoria, who we never meet. Did Draco? So Draco married a woman named Astoria. Astoria. We never meet this character. Okay. She's um, just there for the purpose of Scorpius existing. Yeah. yeah Way to go, J.K. Rowling. Is, they needed a mother, I guess, so yeah. they gave her a name. <laughs> <laughs> More than she deserves. Um, oh, and then I'll, this is a huge moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you need to at least sound a bit excited. This is a huge moment. There yeah, yeah, we go. Um, Albus gets sorted into Slytherin. Oh, that was the that was the wig. That was the... Oh, my God. That was the wig. Wig. Wig snatched. We snatched this. You're gonna have to speak English. What does that mean? It means that was the gag. That was the the like the the the, the twist. The twist. The shocking twist that no one expected. Oh, that Albus got put into Slytherin because that's where the, the, the that's Nazis where the evil go. gays go. Yeah, right, right. And like Nazis, yes, us, right? <laughs> <Like> us, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Once again, again Slytherins and heart Yeah, so Albus and and Scorpius so are both in Slytherin together. Great. They get bullied a bunch So they do like A, like a time skip forward A little bit Oh that's so right Like, like here's year one forwarding. Here's year two Yes look Slightly taller Look with we, different scarves Look or... we did Quidditch I guess It becomes Yeah and then It becomes obvious That Harry doesn't really Give a fuck about This like middle child He has Because they've got Like a hot oh, older yeah. son And then like A doofy younger daughter And then Albus is in the middle Just being irritating Oh yeah and those children We also never see Yeah Sorry, not really yeah. Just enough to establish That like that they Albus. Exist. That Albus Is the Jan Brady Of the group Yeah and Oh this brings us Harry Potter is a terrible father in what way? Well, we'll get. Uh, maybe we'll get into it when we get further on because there's a particular point. If you want to talk I about thinking, it now? No, there's now. a particular point. I'll bring it up. That's quite apparent. Go on. Okay. Wait. So the boys are bullied. Albus, due to his perceived failure to live up to his parents, and Scorpius, due to unproven rumours that he is the son of Lord Voldemort. Yeah, they dropped that one in. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because people are like, "You're what? You're like, the son of Hitler. You're Hitler's son." <laughs> he's just like, "No, I'm not." Hang on. Shut up. <laughs> that's that's something that I guess people at a school do. This next. Wikipedia sentence, Astoria then passes away due to a fatal disease. Oh, that's right! Is it? Yeah, they fridge the mother. They fridge the yeah, mother. Yeah, when you kill a woman to further the plot is someone fridging else. Her. Fridging her. her, Where did yeah. the term come from? Uh, I could look it up if you wanted me to. No, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, so she gets fridged to, like, make him sad for a bit. Okay. Um... And then, okay, and then Albus and Harry drift apart due to Albus' struggles with his father's shadow. <laughs> 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 Which is confusing to say in, you know, like a magically based story. It's like, yeah, what does the shadow do? It's an evil little it thing that follows him around. conjures a centaur. And <laughs> oh, we'll get to the oh centaur. Oh my god. Is it he makes love with a... What's that... What are those big cum ghosts that they summon <laughs> to what? frighten off... Grim Reapers. Uh, 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 oh, Patronus. I um, the cum ghosts that scare the Grim Reapers. <laughs> Patronus. My Patronus yes. was a was a was a mole. Your Patronus was a. Mole. We had to do on um the Pottermore thing. We had to You're do a, our, mole, a mole Patronus. Well, um, are you did you do a the check to, to see what your the Patronus, a Patronus is? quiz? Yeah. No, I'm actually very cool. <laughs> I'm more into sports cars, less into Patronuses. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, The summer before his fourth year Albus gets into a fight with his father After being given the latter's baby blanket And a love potion from Ron So yeah, Harry gives Oh, that's right uh, Gives a blanket to No, I think Ron gives it to him He gets a love potion from Ron Oh, that's right And he gets That's another thing Love potions are just rupees Yes, but Funky Cold Medina Is a pretty fun song What's Funky Cold Medina? Or Look what's that about? No, it's it's it. it's, Don't ruin it, me that for Funky me. Cold Medina. Bow. Okay, yep. I, get, I, get, I, get I wasn't going to tell you. Wow, okay. Harry obtains a prototype of a more powerful version of the time turner that allows one to travel into the past and change history. Is that different to a normal time turner? Um, yes, because I think in the part, in, in, I remember in the th- um, I remember in the third <laughs> book, yes. uh, you could only like, you couldn't change anything. So the, especially in the movie, I remember that all these like things that happened that they had already gone back in time and done. So it was, like a, it was like a fixed loop. But you, you did eventually have to go back in time and do the things that set that loop in motion. How is that different to changing history? Because in this one, he went back in time and came back and then the world was run by Nazis. But then, with the, just using the third movie as an example, because yep. that's my experience of yep. this rule. They, obviously the first time they go through it, a bunch of stuff happens that is them doing stuff that yes. they don't realise they are doing. Yes. But what if they then got to wherever they decide to go back in time and then just don't do it? Well, I imagine then that time turner, something would go catastrophically wrong. Okay. Like so, Edward Cullen would die. Like or they something. would all just cease to exist or something. I think of it like. like, a, like all a sh- to save that ugly bird horse. <laughs> the ugly bird horse. That ugly, Buckbeak. Buckbeak, Buckbeak, the ugly bird horse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kids are dumb. Oh, so dumb. Don't get me started on kids being dumb. Okay. <laughs> and bad at arm wrestling, by the way. <laughs> A lot of broken arms in your <laughs> way. <laughs> um, yeah, so they get a time turner then simultaneously Forget a time. they get a time turner <laughs> right. and I keep wanting to read it as Tina Turner just to talk about something <laughs> that I care about slightly if more. They get a, they get a, if I could turn back time. Let's uh, get some share into this. Oh my God. Simultaneously, Harry scar starts hurting again. Oh my God. <laughs> no. no. Can, can you imagine being a friend Not of Not in 30 years. Can you fucking imagine, oh my God, imagine if we had a thing like that. I guess I have that with my heartache. <laughs> you do, <laughs> which Whereas- Genuinely scary. Like, oh, this again! <laughs> Couldn't you just imagine? Oh my God, I cannot have another conversation. That is just such a dumb moment in the show when she's like, "Harry, is your scar hurting again? When's the last time that happened? Not in twenty years!" And God. then like there's a dramatic blackout. Harry's scar hurts again, causing him to become concerned that Voldemort may be returning. Voldemort. Uh, oh, that's right, because they do the silent tea. In it's the stage, French in the stage. Much reaction. more interesting. It's more apparently. interesting. Yes, he's mm, fancy. Apparently, yeah. It's fancy, like a dinner at Mateos. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mateo's. <sighs> Amos Diggory, who is who has become old. <laughs> <laughs> this is Wikipedia. Oh. Who has become old okay. again in a magical universe? It sounds like it's a curse. It does. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's just aged like they, a human. They cast ageify on yes. him. Yes, <laughs> who has become old and is cared for by his niece Delphi? Asks Harry to use the Time Turner to prevent the death of his son Cedric. That's an intense no, conversation. I don't want to. Uh, he's so nice to meet you. Um, could you go back? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to don't wanna, uh, spoil anything for the it. future, but. Delphi introduces herself in the most obviously evil way. How does she introduce she's herself? She, like, slinks up and she's like, I'm a thief! And she's like, oh, I'm going to slink all over here and be spooky. Oh. Let's use this time oh. turner for things. Like, yeah. You're evil. Like, you're going to be the evil one. Yeah. And also, we don't have enough other characters. <laughs> no, they... they, they I mean, it yeah, comes apparent... No, they when, definitely when she, have enough characters. Well, oh, they I too many, it's many characters. But as, as far as, like, revealing that she's evil, which, sorry to spoil it, but she <laughs> ends she's up being... <laughs> she's bad. Her name is... What's her name? Delphi. Delphi. Like, yeah. But, like, we're... But there is, as much as there being a lot of characters in the show, there aren't enough characters for there to be other suspects when it comes to, like... Unless, like... Unless they make Dumbledore evil. You know? Like, unless you're ready for that sort of twist. Uh, Yeah, there aren't anyone else to... There's no one else to point at and be like, oh, it could be him. It would have been great if Scorpius did turn out to be the son of Voldemort and he turned evil. That would have been something. I'd be into that. Um, after... What is it? She, She wants... She wants Elvis to go back and stop... Edward Cullen from getting killed in that labyrinth. Yeah, because then... Because she's she's Amos's a supposedly Amos's niece. After overhearing Harry refuse to help the Diggories, Albus is inspired to do so... Oh, wait, no. She asks Harry. Oh! And Albus overhears this conversation and he's like, Oh, I'll do it because I'm annoying. And yes. convinces Scorpius to help him because yes. this is where they start flirting with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess because they've been sort of like you know friends platonic, by now. platonic gay friends for a couple of years. Yeah, who knows? They may have buttfucked <laughs> I like to think they've butt many that's, times. That's that's <laughs> the thing about these these long form narratives. So you can guess some <laughs> butt the in there. In when you want. <laughs> that's the fun of artistic interpretation. <laughs> you can add the butt <laughs> The two escape from the Hogwarts Express which again is the big gate train Oh it has the scary lady with the long fingernails The trolley woman who for some <laughs> reason it seems almost like fan service They were like this trolley woman who Harry buys all the treats off very selfishly in the first movie <laughs> Yeah Gets this whole arc where she's been on the train for years And then She's she... forgotten her name And then when they try to escape the train she's like I never let people get off the train And then her fingers get really long And then they just <laughs> get off the train And she's like No! <laughs> I guess no one's ever tried jumping off the train before Oh my god I'm so such a dumb bitch, <laughs> but I made my fingers so long, and also my pastries explode. I guess <laughs> the two escape the fucking train, and then they go visit Amos, the man who's old. Naturally. <laughs> She's a human age And they team up with Delphi The irritating British girl To steal the time turner From Hermione's office Hermione again Being boring and loud And in charge of magic Um, I love her outfit though And they disguise themselves With apologies. Oh that might be the best part of the show To be fair Because When they turn into the the, When the adults have to play the kids Pretending to be the adults That's fun Because that was genuine When I saw it at least That was genuine good acting Oh sure It also just made me want to watch (laughs) The Freaky Friday Sure preface this and cast was great I loved the cast Act 2 of part 1 Jesus, fuck. Okay. okay. Knowing that Cedric's death was the result of him winning the Triwizard Tournament. So that's movie four. Yes. Movie four where they're like, let's get a bunch of kids to kill themselves in the Olympics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I guess we've got to. It came out of a goblet. So they go back to movie four and yep. alongside Harry, the or boys... Or book four. Sure. <laughs> um, the boys use the time turner. So this is the gay lovers. So yep. this is Elvis and Scorpius. They use the time turner to travel back to the first tournament challenge in 1994. To the disguise themselves as Durmstrang students, is that where like the hot guy with the yep. accent, Victor went to Grum, who looks like he would fuck? Yep. yep. <laughs> um, in, a, in an attempt to sabotage Cedric to prevent his victory. Wait, does that mean that the fourth book slash movie happened in 1994? Yeah. Yeah. The original um, Harry Potter books are all set like in the 90s. Oh, hot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Okay. Um, in an attempt to sabotage Cedric to prevent his victory, so they're trying to stop Edward Cullen from winning the Olympics because then he won't die. The plan fails and the disguises cause Hermione, young Hermione, to become suspicious Yes, young yes, Hermione to become suspicious of hot Victor Crumb, a Durmstrang student, and go to the Yule Ball with Ron instead, which is different. Yes, because she originally went with Victor Crumb. Oh, and then, then she had that is... entrance where she walked down the staircase and we were like, yeah, that's just what that's Emma, just Watson Emma Watson looks like in a dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. As a result, Ron never experiences the jealousy fundamental. Mind you, I think when Emma Watson came down the stairs in the dress, that was the first time we'd actually seen Emma Watson be that pretty and hot. Like, really. Because she was quite young. I'm a gay guy. I don't know the difference between a hot girl and a You're wearing normal- a shirt that says Hunks. Yes. I would have figured that. As a result, Ron never experiences the jealousy fundamental to his relationship with Hermione, which is <laughs> a healthy way to start a relationship. <laughs> What? He wants what? Her. <laughs> I need her now. And the two Jesus. never marry, which I'd say is best for Hermione. Everyone. Why would you want to marry Ron? Find me a redeeming quality. Find, Find me one. He Ron instead falls in love with Padma Patil at the ball. Yes. This all happens at the ball. Yep. So this Yule Ball yep. Ron just really wants to fall in love. And Hermione becomes a frustrated and mean professor because she never got to marry a terrible man. Yeah, this is not really setting up very well. Okay, so because Hermione never got to marry a tedious redhead, she becomes a frustrated and mean professor at Hogwarts. Yep. God, <laughs> I wish I could get an incompetent buffoon to bang me more frequently, <laughs> okay, teaching, def- <laughs> teaching defence against the dark arts. Meanwhile, Harry has nightmares about Voldemort as he grows suspicious that the wizard will current retains- day Harry? Yes, okay. current day Harry has nightmares <laughs> about scary, noseless Hitler. Do we see young Harry? I don't think so. That seems like a missed opportunity to me. Grows suspicious that the wizard will return. A centaur named Bay <laughs> tells Harry that a dark cloud, quack quack, quack, quack. is around Albus. <laughs> Convinced that Scorpius is a great threat to Albus, Harry is like, nah, you can't be friends anymore. And then tells McGonagall to keep tabs on them, using that dumb map that's like... This is where these people are. The Marauders map that is just horrifying to exist. Also, did they not then say to him like, oh, you trusted that, centaur"? Yes. You can't trust that I centaur later on Yeah they're like Oh my god you, you spoke to that centaur That centaur is famously deceptive <laughs> What? It's like what? That's what? just a centaur And how often are people Confiding in this centaur And he's like Enough. I'm gonna throw them off the centaur Enough about Clip clop <laughs> Here's my back hooves Badly lit Yep, yep. Albus and Scorpius' friendship Is destroyed But the two eventually <laughs> reconcile <laughs> What? what? I, don't <laughs> think, I don't know if the friendship Is destroyed Wait in one sentence, it's destroyed and they reconcile. They're, it's destroyed because one of the dads is like, you can't be friends anymore. And I'd say oh, that would make right. the friendship Oh, and then hotter. there's the, the scene with, uh, which, with the song, which is titled The Staircase Ballet, which there's is a sca- the gayest, with- gayest song where they're like passing love letters to each other. And they, I don't know, did they do love letters? Aren't they just like ascending and descending a bunch of staircases on wheels? No, but there's someone like carrying a letter around. Like, like much like in Hamilton, where they pretend that they're a bullet... This person's pretending to be a letter and like floats oh, okay. the letter back and forth. Yeah, again, that would just heat that friendship up, wouldn't it? It's forbidden now. Yes. You sexy. have to buttfuck <laughs> now. <laughs> no, they have buttfucked Jake. Uh, oh god. And now it's denied. God, no, these are wizard children and they are uh, they have kissed at most. <laughs> in my head, they're 18. <laughs> but the two eventually reconcile after Albus steals Harry's old invisibility cloak from Albus's older brother James. One of the best <laughs> one of the best um tricks in the entire play is the invisibility cloak just being someone not being there. Oh, because they do go invisible, don't they? They super do, and they're like, someone knocked that book off that shelf. Yeah. Oh! No, again, not to loop it back to Rob Mills's performance in Ghost, go but on. the scene where the villain in Ghost is confronted by the Ghost, yeah. and there's obviously no one there, so he has to, like, act as if this, like, like office is fighting against him? Yeah. Great! Bring back Ghost. Bring back Ghost! <laughs> We've all said it. So Harry is persuaded to relent after a conversation with Draco and Ginny. Meanwhile, okay. whatever. And oh, is that when they have that, like, weird, like, Fighting each other Your old Potter And they're like I think that's later When they like oh, For God's like, sake lift, okay. up, lift up a chair With Wingardium Leviosa Which is I mean, just- <laughs> Albus and Scorpius Make another <laughs> attempt To use the time turner To change Cedric's fate This time by humiliating him During the Wizard Tournament's Second task When Scorpius returns To the present day however Albus is not with him Delora- Okay so they go back And they fuck up More of the Olympics Yep and then they get back To real oh, world Oh that's right They get out of the watery pool. So they return Yeah From the past oh, And man, they Lord get Lord there Lord. And then Dolores Umbridge Who is like Imelda Staunton In that pink outfit yes. And she's like Oh Harry Potter's dead And Lord Voldemort Rules the wizarding world mouthful! Yeah there's a lot of, lot of Exposition in that one thing And then they pop out Yeah <laughs> It's so the, Voldemort day And then part one ends And we're in like Dark world With quite, quite, With quite Arguably right. the best bits Which is like The Dementors coming down And all the spooky music That's oh, yeah. great yeah, That's yeah, good Yeah super scoopy then it's like See you in part two! And the audience <laughs> fucking loved it every time. Which makes sense. It was, it was cool. The amount of applause I got. And they'd be like, To be continued. And they'd clap even more. It's like, you knew this was coming. You knew it would be continued. People love structure. They love words. They love words on a screen deck. Act three. So part two begins. <sighs> Scorpius discovers that as a result of his actions, Cedric joins the Death Eaters and <laughs> killed Neville Longbottom. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. God. He killed Neville Longbottom. Yeah. Oh, that's important because Never Longbottom did actually do something. Okay, carry on. Yeah. So Cedric joined the Death Eaters. So Cedric got embarrassed. Now I'm piecing this together now. Cedric got embarrassed during the Olympics. Where he the... basically did a school shooter thing where he just felt belittled and besmallened. And then killed Neville Longbottom. And Neville Longbottom was the one that killed Nagini with a, with a, with a sword. Which is the Korean woman that's also a There's snake. There's a lot of stupid shit in this story. <laughs> yes, which is the Korean woman who was actually a snake and then also is a Horcrux and that is also part of Voldemort. But, you can't but... call a woman a Horcrux. I just did, bitch. <laughs> Allowing Voldemort to win the Battle of Hogwarts. Oh, which is just when he was- so lame. Is the Battle of Hogwarts where he just Rocked up and it was like, I hate you all. Yeah, he goes, he hey, hey, everyone laughed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then so Harry's dead, Albus never existed. Yep. Oh, what a fantasy. Thank god. Oh my god. Jesus. Can you imagine a world with no Albus? <laughs> While Voldemort was able to completely consolidate power and transform the Ministry of Magic into a dictatorial regime. Good. <laughs> In the new timeline, Scor- Scorpius became a popular head boy. Go on, make a joke about Gobbies. No, no, I do a very fancy private school, so I know about headboys. Scorpius became a popular head boy uh-huh. and well, you Quidditch a lot of fancy blowjobs. Became a Quidditch star, helping the staff and students torment. Helping the staff and students. There's probably school- more to that sentence. That's not. <laughs> That's you right. There's Wait, no what? full stop. I've never read before. Helping the staff and students torment Muggleborns, like you and I. I mean, <laughs> like you maybe. Umbridge became the new headmistress of Hogwarts and patrols the school with Dementors, which. <laughs> Feels like an ignorant word <laughs> Same, You can't call him that <laughs> He was bumped on the head Dementor? when he was a child I hardly know her oh, no, no. Fish in Cloud Street throwback <laughs> hey! a Dementor. Walking into the river And a revived inquisitorial squad Led by Scorpius Boring, boring. A powerful (laughs) duck figure. Oh, we gotta say, the act two does start with that incredible choreographed number of all of them, like, walking in spooky cloaks. Oh my god, the whole fucking show is just, like, a lot of swoopy clothes. It's mostly... I imagine this next part they're doing where they combine it is just cutting all the cape swooshing. If they cut all the cape swooshing, you'd lose about 25 minutes. You easily. Oh, easily. And if you also lost any of the scenes where it was, like, them doing magic for fun... (laughs) Yes It's like I'm gonna set this little thing on fire Yeah It was just like (laughs) Oh my god We need to talk about the soundtrack at some point Carry on Um But yeah It sounds like uh, uh, Stripping it away from the show It's beautiful sounding music But it's 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 an interesting choice of tone for the show It annoys me a bit But go on Sure A powerful dark figure Called the Augury Quack quack The Augury leads the Ministry of Magic Instead of Hermione With help from Ron, Hermione and Severus Severus Snape So like Alan Rickman Yes So yeah. So So, adult Ron Hermione and Alan Rickman Are the final members of the dwindling Anti-Voldemort resistance movement Scorpius is able to use the time turner To prevent the interference of Albus And his past self And restore the events of the original timeline Oh that's it they wrap that up The alternate Ron Hermione and Snape Sacrifice themselves to the Dementors In order to allow him to do so Yes that's when Hermione says Ron I love you I always have Yes so, It is a oh, well written line No one's rooting for this No Scorpius reunites with Albus And the two boys are eventually found by their parents Yeah so I'm confused about like the timeline Does that mean like They didn't exist in that timeline Like they didn't Elvis exist And all the adults were still there Looking for them Or no. is this just jump back into like The original timeline Like what No I think when it says found by their parents It's not because the parents were looking for them It's because No they were They were a hunting party They found them in the pond They were looking for them they're out there looking for them. When did they go missing? They went missing... When they're back in time, does the current day time continue moving? That's what moving? I'm asking. Does it keep moving and they're just not in it? Or is it just, does that place cease to exist? So... that's a, Well, I mean, I guess the fact that they jump back in time and then those three sacrifice themselves suggests that yes, they do still exist. This is part of why I don't like this show is because this like multiverse time travel garbage yeah. is of so little interest to me. Sure. I, I like multiversy stuff, but this is just annoying. Just the, the things you have to keep track of. Yeah. And then the way that, especially with this story and many other stories like it, it's like you have to pay so much attention for the payoff of nothing ever happening. Yes, cuz it all gets rewritten immediately. Yes, it's like, "Oh, we're back to where we started as far as like the things that have changed." They're padding it out with um fan service. It's just like, "Oh, here's what would have happened if it was maybe a bit spookier." <sighs> it's a real shame. Yeah. As supposed to just building on things and making things actually happen. And that's yep. why I've only watched the first of the, those Fantastic Beasts movies. Is because oh the my end God. of the first yeah. one is them walking around just undoing everything that happened with magic? Yep. It's like, "Oh, too many people saw magic happen, so we'll just make them forget." Oh, we've ruined all these buildings. Let's just Let's fix put them. Put them back together. Ah. Like, oh, so what were we doing here? There were no here? consequences. It's, to like, it's anything that happened. No, yeah. it's like what? How is this enjoyable? It's, yeah. it's 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 akin to like, and it was all a dream. Yeah, <laughs> it's like why did you tell me this story? Anyway, um, where are we? Where are we? Great question. Um. They reunite, they're found by their parents, as well as Ron and Hermione. Following these events, Harry scolds Albus for his actions, but the two nevertheless begin to reconcile. Even though there is a scene early on where Harry is like, sometimes I wish you weren't my son. And this is what I mean. What father would say that to their son? Well, not one that I'm ever going to root for. No, exactly. Bad father. He's a bad father. He's just a bad dad. I wish you weren't my son. Yeah. Such an awful and awful thing to say to someone. Yeah. Um, Like, irredeemable. (sighs) Mm. I don't like Harry Potter I think Harry Potter is a bad character Realising the danger The time turner poses Finally <laughs> <laughs> Christ Maybe this was a bad idea Scorpius and Albus Attempt to destroy it themselves But they are joined by Delphi The oh. clearly evil British girl Scorpius notices that Del- I guess they're all British Aren't they? She's they, just they the most British, British. <laughs> she's, They're all British like this And then she's British like this <laughs> You know it's a different level of yeah. British Scorpius notices that Delphi has a tattoo of an augury and realizes she was in charge of the Ministry of Magic in the alternate timeline. Delphi takes them captive, killing a fellow student in the process. That's in right. In the slowest, like, falling backwards scene ever. So that, yeah, because that one student that we've been. I think they reference him two scenes prior just yes. to establish there's a guy named Craig. And he's going to die. I was <laughs> like, why are we learning about him? I wonder if he'll be integral. Oh no, <laughs> no, no. they're just going to kill him in front of us two scenes later. Uh and reveals her intention of restoring the alternate timeline. After Ron reveals he saw Elvis and Scorpius with Delphi while he was in Hogsmeade Oh god, what a boring sentence. In Hogsmeade with Neville. Blah blah blah. <laughs> the, blah blah. Oh fuck. To discover... No. So it's like, trying to go into like, Oh, this is how I convince people that I was the niece of Edward Cullen's dad or whatever. Oh fuck off! we not gonna I make mean, No that. one cares. No. Delphi takes the boys to the final chant. So they go back in time again to, the, to, to when they're in the labyrinth where Edward Cullen dies. And Albus and Scorpius prevent her from acting And because she's trying to Oh that's right They're back there And then she uses the time turner to go back in time further And she takes the boys with her accidentally And destroys the time turner To leave them stranded in time That's stressful And then the final scene of part, part 2 act 1 Is the current day adults Like Ginny the mm. no, tedious Ginny And the rest of them mm-hmm. In Delphi's bedroom And they're like What's going on? How <laughs> we found this random bedroom, I guess. <laughs> it's like, hey gang, <laughs> hey, let's break gang. into this, <laughs> come on Scooby gang, let's <laughs> break into, from... <laughs> into this fucking teenage girl's bedroom. I'm gonna cast a fancy spell. Oh, there's writing all over yeah, the wall. Yeah, they turn on a magical black light. And she's written on the wall, I'm evil and I'm gonna do this, this is my plan, this is where I'll be, my coordinates are. It looks like she's written in bodily fluids, <laughs> I am Voldemort's daughter. <laughs> yeah, here's my evil plan. And they're like, oh...
1: I guess we're gonna go
0: stop this evil plan Which is fair enough because when I think about myself and my own life With my secrets that I do have I've written them all in cum somewhere Well actually, to be fair Jake, you often do have a lot of things written up on the wall Yes, but that's for, you know (laughs) Do you want to go into why? Yeah, okay Act Act 4, the final act of this four act masterpiece Jesus fuck Albus and Scorpius discover that they have been taken back to the night before Harry's parents were killed That's right, and they have that weird like, here's some pumpkins Look at all these pumpkins. Yeah, they established that it's Halloween or something, or it's like a pumpkin festival. Because it was (laughs) on Halloween that Voldemort killed Harry's parents. That's a spooky day to do anything. That's why they did it. (laughs) It's spooky. It's spooky, yeah. (laughs) Here's some pumpkins that float I guess I should probably kill these people. When should <laughs> I, I it? do it tonight? But it's uh, October soon. It's pretty clever in the way that I don't know how like English people do this. I guess if they have Halloween, they must have trick or treat. You could be a, like Voldemort and be like knock knock. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why he actually did it. Do you think he was trick I think or treating? I seem to recall there is like a either a scene or a written passage where like these kids try to come up to Voldemort on the night and he's just like go away. And just, like, walks away from them. But is that how he, like, is that how he got them to open the door? By pretending to be a trick-or-treater? No, I think he got them to open the door by being a wizard and blasting the door down. He couldn't kill a baby. Are you sure he could open a door? He couldn't kill the baby because the baby... Why couldn't he kill the baby again? He had a really strong forehead. (laughs) No, no, no. He couldn't kill Harry because Harry's mum made the ultimate sacrifice, which was, like... Uh, All of her shoes Somehow cast <laughs> <laughs> a spell Which then made the spell This is dumb This is so dumb I don't know what you mean But it yeah is Isn't so that something dumb. Yeah That she was it It was like the power of love And then they sort of Changed that in the last book It was like Actually the power was like A weird primal spell That can happen When people do this Right stupid. Right 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 Stupid stupid Please No no continue. it's red hot science oh, They discover that, So they're back at the Pumpkin Festival, <laughs> the day, when, day of the murder. The day, yeah, the night before Harry's parents are killed um, defacing the young boy's face forever. Yeah. Delphi is planning to kill Harry before Voldemort attempts to do so. Okay, so she's gonna Delphi, kill the baby. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Delphi's going back to kill the baby. Wait, but what's her plan? To kill the baby before Voldemort kills the but baby. But won't that just make. It'll save them the trouble of having to deal with the baby in the future when it becomes Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, because yep, she's going to kill the baby. Yeah, but wouldn't the mother just sacrifice herself again? But then, oh, uh, But does Albert? Does Voldemort killing the baby hurt Voldemort? Is that how Voldemort turns into like no the I back of that guy's head? Because the spell rebounds, and, and so he becomes like this weak spirit. Because I think he still is has that a, where his nose goes. Yeah, that's when he turns into like that's when he turns away from being Tom Riddle into like a spooky snake person. 'Cause he like then it becomes like this weak will spirit thing that has to so attach he's like, itself to someone. Trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, No, I think actually death to you. But wait a so second, what's the topic? It's knock knock. Trick or treat. <laughs> oh, hello there. Oh i oh, you're pretty tall for a child, and he's like, oh! <laughs> yes. "Take me to and the then, baby!" <laughs> as he's screaming about the katana, one of them the runs Madagascar. away, and then the mother is like, so "Not my baby!" And then the the woman explodes, but because <laughs> she was in love with her baby, yes. the baby just gets a forehead scar. Yep. The mother dies mm-hmm. with the, the spell dad? rebound. Because okay, what do we kill no, the dad no, first? Let me walk you through that. He comes okay. and he goes. Trick or treat, and then James Potter goes, "Hello, I'm I'm here." Would you like a Snickers? But now I'm dead. And then Voldemort goes, "Oh!" walked up the stairs, and <laughs> okay. then Trick okay. or Treat the door. Here's a Snickers. Kills the kills the, the dead. The <laughs> then the mother's like, "Oh, my, my hubby's dead." Are going to run to the baby's room, and then he goes up the stairs like, "Oh, so wait, oh wait, so this is scary." So the mother sees Voldemort, yep. who looks like a, at this point a normal person, a normal person, yes. okay, normal person walking through the house, and she's like, "Fuck!" Yeah. And then she and then runs upstairs to the baby's room. Okay. And there's the baby. He, walk, he goes trick or treat, again on the door. Yes. <laughs> she she <laughs> goes like, oh, Maybe I'll do <laughs> this. It must maybe be someone else's Snickers. <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I've got the Snickers in my pocket. <laughs> or a pick a uh, She opens the door. It's like, oh, it's just Voldemort. <laughs> she opens the door. Terrified it might be Voldemort, but isn't sure. It <laughs> wants to be good for the children. Okay. Opens the door. It's the day of the pumpkin festival. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anyone. It could be anyone. She opens the door. <laughs> Voldemort goes, you fool. <laughs> and, the goes, oh, and then she goes, no. "No!" And then, as is tradition in the show, yes, no, not Harry, please, not Harry, take me, not him. And then he goes, "Step aside, <laughs> you silly girl!" Oh, and then she doesn't. And oh. so she, he tries to kill her. Spell rebounds off her. Yeah, but, but she, she dies. Oh no, she kills. Okay, I guess. I, I guess is she holding, holding the baby. Killing, she, she he kills her. Yeah. That I suppose cast the spell, <laughs> which I'm starting to see some. <laughs> how, how long have we been speaking? There are definitely there must be some Hufflepuffs out there that understand the science of this. No so, Ravenclaws, Ravenclaws. Ra- so yeah, so he tries to kill. The mother succeeds in killing her, and yes. that that act of sacrifice is what goes. But that isn't a sacrifice; he's killing her. No, no, no! But like, she, that's just murder. She throws herself in front of the baby, I suppose. So he's going to kill the baby in front of the mother. I suppose so. <laughs> oh. I suppose but so. Why don't he just bonk why her on the he head? Why is he killing the baby in the first place? <laughs> because he's going to grow up to be Daniel Radcliffe, and they are not friends. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. I think he does know that. Time turners exist. Why Wait, why he just is go Harry so special? Why is he like? That's the wizard that will ruin my life. I think he's actually killing. Oh, wait, what? why the fuck is he killing James in the first place? And Lily, you mean, what? You mean killing Harry? Or is he... James Potter, no. I think, I think to think get he to the baby. Kills, but but why is he killing this baby? Fuck it. He's you know what? We've spoken no, about wait, this for wait. too long. Okay, no, now I'm getting st- confused so by the snake now backstory. Now you're getting confused. <laughs> by, okay. How does he know the baby's going to be such trouble? I don't think he knows the baby's going to be trouble. I think he is genuinely killing James and Lily because they're members of the Order of the Phoenix, which is the group that opposed him the first time. Which was the most boring of the movies. Yes, which was yes. the best of the books. So he... He knows that they were the ones that opposed him the most. They were, like, posing the most threat to him. Because okay. when he was sort of still in power, I guess. And then he comes in and is like, you're, like, the leaders of the resistance, so I'm going to kill you. And oh, you've you got a baby? Oh, so he wasn't coming just for the I baby. I think he was just... He the baby happened to, had the had the to whole be there. Family. He wanted to kill the family. He wanted to kill them because they were important leaders in this group. Oh. And so he comes in, tries to kill them, and goes, I guess I'd better kill this baby while I'm here. Oh, so there's nothing that's special about Harry Beard. No, like, until, I don't think so. Until he survives this attack. But then, But then, hot take, they mm. add in this weird prophecy where Neville is also potentially, I guess, the chosen one. There is a prophecy in the fifth book where it's like, neither can live while the other survives, and that's meant to be about, like, Harry. And they think for a second, could that be Harry and Neville? Because Neville, I think, was born on the same day or something. I don't fucking know. This is the stupidest thing in the world. I don't know what you mean. this is making me angry. Where are we at? Okay, so (laughs) she just said she's going to kill the baby. Oh, wait, so they assume assume the, the, the dolphin is going to... Kill Harry before Voldemort attempts to do so. Albus yep. and Scorpius, oh god! So they use <laughs> a bullshit me. magic to tell Harry in present day where they are in oh, the Oh, You know what they do? They hide a note in the baby's um, the baby's no- uh, blanket. Which they was use like a potion to put a message on, on the, blanket the blanket with lo- with a love potion. And then I guess Ron goes like, "I'd better check this blanket for secret well, I think notes." Not- I think it's like smoking or something, and I think that's how. I don't know it's, That's fucking stupid it's, Go on um, it, Draco reveals the time turner Was actually a prototype For oh this <laughs> <laughs> This narrative <laughs> oh, cop out So it's like They're, they're like we, There's only one time turner We can't get to them And then the, Of course Draco sweeps in And is like Actually there's another one. <laughs> Deus Ex Time Turner. Which is, that is cheating. That's storytelling. So fucking stupid. Oh um, my but god. But they, they remain un- unable to rescue the boys because they don't know exactly where they are. Have a guess. In time. Have a wild guess. But after Harry receives the message through like the means of the blanket communication, they are able to use the Time Turner to go back and stop Delphi from killing the baby. <laughs> While Which he- they do. Um, While waiting for Delphi In that time period They deduce that she intends To convince To convince Voldemort (laughs) Voldemort He's like Voldemort But more confident (laughs) I (laughs) want to get on (laughs) aside You silly girl (laughs) You stupid (laughs) bitch You stupid (laughs) bitch aside You silly bitch Out of the way, skanky. Oh, how bold. They they deduce she intends to... I want to meet his followers. (laughs) Voldemort. That'd be fabulous. (laughs) They deduce she intends to convince Voldemort to abandon his doomed attempt to kill Harry, ensuring her father's survival and allowing her to be with him. Oh, because she's Voldemort's child, isn't she? Yes. Okay, sure. Because he (laughs) bangs... Who's Uh, the mother? uh, Bellatrix. He bangs Helen and Bottom Carter yeah. And that's how they have Delphi Yeah, apparently Okay Harry disguises himself as Voldemort Using Transfiguration to distract Delphi Which is so <laughs> obviously just someone <laughs> Popping out of a trap door It's like, that could not be more obvious Fuck, that's funny do, so, they use, do they use a potion to do that? Or does he just put a cape on? It's a potion, it's a potion He doesn't just put a cape on It's a potion Oh my Bobby god Polyjuice potion But fuck, I remember even watching the play And being like, it'd be so fun <laughs> To convince someone that you were this insane wizard guy Just be like, oh, Like, we've been doing it constantly since we saw the Wait. show Wait! What? Voldemort didn't look like that yet, did he? Because he hadn't died and come back. That's why I'm confused by this timeline. Because what turns Tom... How does Tom Riddle turn into, like, noseless weirdo? When did... Oh, fuck. Okay, sorry. No, we're going to get bogged down in this. So... (laughs) Wait, maybe he did. I think they beat him once before. No, fuck it, carry okay, on. Okay, so Harry is polyjuicely living out my fantasy of getting pretend to be the gayest wizard ever invented. <laughs> <gasps> oh! Oh! <hello. laughs> fabulous! <laughs> oh, dicks! You know what's not fabulous? Killing babies! <laughs> <laughs> I better not do that! Oh, but I could not. After a really boring fight where, like,. The- <laughs> It's just fire behind them. It's like they are like shooting nonsense at each other. And then there's a part where they're like stuck behind two doors. Oh, that's and right. I think is it Harmony that has to yell, He's locked it from the other side? <laughs> like Aren't you wizards? <laughs> <laughs> didn't you just like, what? Alohomora but is may, a spell. Maybe they're like vampires. Maybe you have to be invited Maybe in. Why didn't they just say, he's magically locked the door from the other side. <laughs> maybe that's why he had to trick or treat into the house to kill the baby. It's because you can't <laughs> use magic on doors. Please open this locked door. <laughs> no, there's a spell, Hamora which famously exists. Alohimora? Yeah, exactly. Well <laughs> Good to famously <laughs> exists. Things. Un- it does. Unlocks things. Mm. Oh he's God. locked it from the other side. Okay. Yep. And then the group manages to subdue crazy British girl Rather than killing her It is decided that she will be given a life sentence in Azkaban prison Lord Voldemort then appears Then appears And is oblivious to the presence of Harry and the group Oh And then there's that haunting part Where you then have to watch this entire group of pals You watch them watch Voldemort go in and kill Harry's parents Which was an incredible That was an... That was... I I got... I got chills at that Oh my god. That was a great moment. Watching them watch Harry's parents knowing they had to let it happen. Incredible. That was real. I've got goosebumps now. It's a really good scene. Definitely not worth 12 hours. Fuck no. 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 Oh my god. Because it makes you even think of like. thinking of like the terrible things that have happened to us as people. And being like. (laughs) If you became convinced that like part of. Which I mentioned to some extent is true. Something terrible that's happened to you. That has caused you to become the person that you are. And you believing that, for whatever reason, you do have to be the person that you are right now. Then having to watch that happen and again... And knowing you can't step in and stop it. But also knowing that you could, but knowing that you that's can't. That's the thing, knowing that you can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's... yeah. That... And then, not, that not he, Even that, as, like, which... so little of the rest of the play does, speaks so much to the human experience. Mm. And an understanding of one's self and the way that life accumulates to make you the person that you are. Yeah, that, that scene and the adults playing the kids... Were the Ooh. only two bits of the show that I was like, "Oh, this is good theater." Because it's where the human parts That's are. It's where the human parts are. It's where well. I was like, "I feel things from this. I feel joy from this, and I feel absolute annihilation." Yeah, and it's a shame that like, you've got two, almost, like, you really essentially two plays worth of runtime yeah. to fill it with stuff that could have with been two, so wildly to have moving two moments. Yeah, and fuck. Yep. But instead, we're stuck with this like, convoluted making jokes about centaurs. Oh my and god, shit like and that. just like time travel nonsense. Yeah, and like all, the, and just like trying to like see like friends from the books. And yeah, like, you've got you've got magic. And you've got and you've got so much money. And you have you You have so much money to do so much. And you know that so many people are going to see this play. Yeah. And what makes it like so aggravating and unforgivable to me is like you chose to say nothing with nothing. It is the most beige piece of shit. Because like you said, it's a time toner. It ends with and none of it actually happened. Oh my god. And it's and as we said before, it's like what was it? Even just in Melbourne, three hundred and fifty thousand people went to the theatre for the first time. And, and imagine going to think that's the most amazing thing in the world. And imagine if they'd seen something yeah. truly profound. Jagged little pill. Jagged little pill. <laughs> if they want to go to a similar sort of big show, jagged little pill. Oh my god! Yeah, fucking stupid. Imagine I'm sorry, we it's... haven't finished the show, Jay. No, we haven't. No, there's, sorry that there's you're all still more. Yeah, you're on the edges of your seats. Yeah. Um. They, they let Voldemort kill <laughs> Go on <man. laughs> They let Voldemort trick or treat Bal- <laughs> Voldemort goes in like, I'm feeling very bold today and <laughs> so <laughs> They let that happen They return to the present day Delphi is sent to Azkaban Good on it. <laughs> Elvis. Do we see that happen? I don't think we see that. I seem to remember her exploding in the air. Like they, she goes up and she goes, no, and explodes. I think she just yells no. And then they're like, let's not blow her up. <laughs> let's put her into that jail where Helena Bonham Carter was laughing Broke with her out hair of. cut. And yes. famously wizards just get out of all the time. Albus and Scorpius now decide to be more active at Hogwarts. That's fun. Throw yourself into what? your studies. Okay. Yeah. You know, because, he, and then they do that, like that line of like, just to make sure you know that they're not boning They're like, oh, Scorpius has a girlfriend now Yep, yep Yeah. It's called Albus's butt Oh, Jesus <laughs> Scorpius is the top, top Scorpius Hashtag top Stop, Stop Scorpius oh. Hashtag Scorpius is the top Scorpius is the top, Jesus I'm glad this you got show. that out Sapping <laughs> the life out of me Um, Scorpius expressing interest in trying out for the Slytherin Quidditch team My god, that's boring Fuck. And he asks Rose out on a date Because he's straight He's straight He's straight he, he loves girls There is a line where he says I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast yeah. um, I'd rather be in any hole with you, Albus <laughs> You're a gay man You're a gay gay man that's a gay line to they're say They're children They're finding themselves Maybe he goes on a Gally. date with Rose He goes on a date with Rose Probably And he can't stop thinking about Albus The whole Rose time is the top in that relationship yeah, Jesus <laughs> Harry and Albus Visit Cedric's grave <laughs> To talk about Twilight I yes, assume of course <laughs> um, And Harry apologises For his role in Cedric's death does he apologise for saying he wishes that he wasn't his son? I would like to think so. Yeah. I remember this scene, though, it was beautifully lit. Oh, gorgeous scene. You're absolutely right with, like, the, the soft, smoky and the... For the this was yeah. the train station, wasn't it? It's, no, I think it's just, like, a, it's meant to be, like, a big empty room. I guess okay. it's maybe like maybe meant to be, like, a mausoleum or something if they're visiting a grave. Oh, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but... Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That was, was a, really a beautiful-looking lit- scene. And it was, like, and it ended, yeah, with them hugging. And it was, like, okay... And people have called like in conversations we've had, and we've had several of them with people, some mm. people call this just like daddy issues the play. Yes. Because it is just everyone yeah, dealing is. with their their, their dad sucking. Yeah. Um and yeah, ends with them hugging. I don't like as you've said, Harry in this is pretty irredeemable as father like as far as as being a father. He's mm. pretty bad at that. Um uh, by the end of it, I'm not like, oh, he really proved himself. I guess nope. he saved his son from being consumed by time. <laughs> sure, but like but is that really enough? He was also like <laughs> saving the world. Like he had to do that. Yeah, by the end when really... they found out that Delphi had written her evil plan on the wall, that's when he was like, "Oh, I guess we better go fix this." Yeah, yeah, I really came out of it. Really, no one. I wouldn't have minded watching anyone get a Vada David. <laughs> oh, they, could all, they could have all died I would not have cared yeah, if you had to Actually make, I would have preferred it If you had to pick a favourite character from this show Oh Jesus um, If someone's like, Jack Thorne is writing a spin-off uh, from Harry Potter and the Cursed Child And it's going to be, the lead character is going to be someone from the play Look, Scorpius, just because I enjoyed the original actor I can't remember who, the, who is that Will McKenna? It's Will McKenna Because McKenna. yeah. Will McKenna's portrayal of Scorpius was so good I just loved that, loved his portrayal of Scorpius But if we're talking about the way the characters are written mm. Scorpius needs to be killed All of them need to be killed I don't yeah. care about any of these characters If I had to pick a favourite one... Voldemort. (laughs) Literally Voldemort! Literally Voldemort. At least he knows what he wants. He knows what he wants and he's gay. What about you? If you had to pick one for a spin-off? For a spin-off? Yep, definitely Voldemort. Uh, look at uh, but maybe Scorpius as well. But that is because I'm holding out hope that it would be like a gay romance. Okay, we have to assume it's J.K. Rowling writing it. So, so it would be like teased that it was. But it'd it just be, be full of trans villains. Yes. Is what <laughs> <it was> trans <laughs> villains and maybe gay people to get the big dollar. Go on. God, yeah, I guess that's my answer. Um, God. what what do you think they're going? What do you think they're going to cut? I assume they're going to cut at least one of. Oh, Because obviously, this the the cut version exists already. Yeah, Um, is it rewritten? Is like is the story rewritten? I think the story is the same. I think it's just like abridged. But yeah, Uh, but yeah, we've got we've got no idea at this point what's in it. I think you're I think you're right in saying they're definitely going to cut that fucking scene with the old people's home. Great, that's going to go. They're going to cut probably that invisibility blanket scene. Even Bane the Centaur might go. Mm -hmm. Like I have a feeling devastating. Devastating. Um, Yeah I suppose I think there's also just like I would really love it If they would just cut a bunch of stuff That ties so much of it To the old books and stuff Like I think you could almost get As much as I really love The actor who plays Albus Dumbledore I think a lot of what That character adds to the show Is kind of shitty Yes and And also just like Useless Useless and slows things down And Mm. I guess for some some people It's great to see that guy's beard again Um, I think that Sorry The the Harry Potter pumpkin scene Will go Yeah I wonder Yeah it'll be interesting to see Do you reckon we'll go and see it? Um, I, I feel like we're definitely going to, we'll, we'll see it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to, we'll have to come back to this. Yes, we will. Um, also, yeah, everyone listening, uh, obviously this is a long episode and this subject matter. No, I'm not (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry. If you're still here, (laughs) I'm glad you are. I'm glad you found it interesting enough Ah. to stick around. Um, but part of the reason that we wanted to like lob this at you is because we obviously find it interesting, um, the things this presents. And I think, yeah, we ran through it kind of because, we're really keen to hear any thoughts that anyone out there has. Mm. Um, get back, to get to us. Because it's obviously very fertile for so many reasons. This is a franchise that has touched so many people. And on this sort of note, I guess if there's anything you want us to read through and react to in a similar way, it might be kind of fun. Sure, yeah. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, because um, yeah. yeah, yes, we sprinted through that plot. Um, And yeah If anything in it Yeah resonated with you Yeah we're real keen To hear about you Because yeah We're we're really enjoying All of the conversations That we're starting to have With Mm. this little community That we have Quite cute Um, It's adorable It's so nice And so yeah If there's anything That you want to say We'd love to We'd love to let people Know your opinions about it But yeah This Yeah this was us Talking about the Tony award winning play Harry Potter and the Cursed Child Now about to be A one parter At the Princess Theatre Thank God Thank God (sighs) I have nothing to say, you go. Great. <laughs> um yeah, so that's that. That's our that's our drama school slash Harry Potter and the Cursed Child episode. Big time. Uh, big is there time. anything that you want to say before we get on out of here? I've mean, got nothing in particular important. I'll just mention that uh Footloose opens. <laughs> uh but actually the day this podcast is scheduled to come out is the night book by uh, It's the night that the foot gets loose Yeah the foot's getting loose baby Yeah, Uh, And uh, come and see it It's going to be great It's going to be a fun time Uh, Um Umtar Umtar's production of Footloose We don't know anyone in the show But it should be a good time Uh, Jake do you have anything you want to say? Um. Do I? No. No. Just anyone out there that's having a a weird week. I feel you. I see you. <laughs> there are a few people during this disaster of a week that I've had. People have been like, "My week was terrible too." So I'm good. S- <laughs> good. Um. Yeah. I'm sorry if yours was. Whenever you're listening to this. Anywho. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um. As always, we may already disagree with a lot of the things that we said. Um. Other than that, please don't let friends become. Per- <laughs> I'm going to give this one Do you want to try again? I don't think I I'll, I'll give it a go you know, Clumsy mouth Friends don't yeah. let friends Become playwrights We spoke about Harry that's Potter That's also so wrong long. James. What? Friends don't let friends Become playwrights that's Fuck James playwrights. <laughs> oh my God. But also That is sound advice as well an hour and a half Of Harry Potter oh God. <laughs> God. If you're going to be a playwright Maybe reconsider <laughs> it But that's a whole different friends episode Friends don't let friends Become theatre critics Friends don't let friends Become theatre critics it, so it sounds like I got that right Not a chance Praise yeah. Dionysus <laughs>